Welcome to Tea Briefs. This is Hides and Jess and we invite you to pour yourself a steaming hot cup of tea and process with us. <laughs> Welcome back to Tea Briefs. Yay! <laughs> so we are actually sitting here with candles yes. because we had low chilling. We would love to say it's because we wanted the ambience, but actually... Well, we've kept them on now because the lights came on just now because... Yeah. We they actually smell like nice. candles and, and we're girls, nice. so. <laughs> 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 no, listen, we've you got stereotype. it set up. I have, yes, but I am a stereotype girl in a lot of ways, and I'm just going to own it. I like mm-hmm. pretty things. But we've got a different kind of tea today. Not Earl Grey. Shock and horror. There's <laughs> no shock and horror. Well, because everyone's, you know, has come to know us for our Earl Grey tea briefs. Really? Yes, okay. I'm telling you, everyone, for all two of the ones we've done. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jess, what is this tea? This is... Mango and pineapple with a little bit of honey. Mm. And it's citrus honey, I think. So, like, we've got a whole citrus blend going. I haven't tasted it yet, yet. Wait. It's really nice. <laughs> it smells you amazing. just slurp it so you can hear. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. And the key with these teas is you have to make sure that it's a rooibos. Yeah. With a mango or peach. Yeah, or a black it's tea. just mango and peach and you add milk. It curdles. It curdles. Try that. Wise. Not so and, cool. Yeah, it doesn't work. And also, guys, can you just... That is a Ferrero Rocher that was on special at the shops and I'm eating them like chips, which is not a good idea. <laughs> Health tips. Anyway. As a benefit for all of you so folks So all listening. of these things actually um, kind of tie into what we are speaking about today. Do they taste and see if it's good? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> but uh, we've had on our hearts lately just the thing of intimacy with the Lord. Um, oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yes, I'm following now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll stop for a second, but we're back. Have you never had a thing where, well, I've done this, where just having a time with the Lord, and I literally, it's sometimes in the evenings, and I'll light my candles, have some tea, Aww. you know, if I have chocolate, that's great, I and love just that. sit with the Lord. I haven't done that. Oh, Jesus, we need to do that. That's still <laughs> next day's idea. But I have had this, actually, once where I was having my quiet time on the couch um, in the morning. And I felt the Lord say to me, Jess, we haven't gone out for a date in a long time. Mm-hmm. I felt him say this like so clearly in my spirit. And I was like, oh, because I do that often. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go out on like, I'm going to go out on a date. Mm-hmm. And I actually like dress nice and I go to a coffee shop, bring my Bible, order coffee. And it's just this prolonged set aside time with the Lord in a beautiful space. And it's like, honestly, some of my treasured memories. But I've always... And it said to me, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. But I was literally sitting, had my quiet time. The Lord was like, no, we haven't gone out in a long time. And it just blessed the cotton socks off of me, honestly. I was like, where, where do you want to go? Like, let's go. And I had this picture of me sitting at this particular Seattle coffee shop. And then that afternoon, I just went and was like, no, I'm going on a date with Jesus. Oh, I love that. I love that. And just the thing of, actually, um, are you home dating the Lord. Are we pursuing a relationship with the Lord? Not just a, a quick little, you know, 15 minute, half an hour, however long your quiet time is with the Lord, uh, whether you have it in the morning or the evening. Mm. And, you know, it is good to set aside those times and create those routines. But is it just that? Or are we pursuing intimacy and relationship mm. with the Lord and yeah. going into that? Um, and it's funny though, because, you know, I think that, that phrase of like, I'm dating Jesus has mm-hmm. become like a bit of a Christian cliche because I think a lot of times um, sometimes I've heard it in the context where like a 
girl will say that and it's like no this is my single my what's it season of singleness and i'm just dating jesus and um (laughs) which just sounds weird like i'm sorry but it just sounds weird um but the funny thing is it's like actually that's often used in the sense of like oh I'm, i'm dating jesus until like you know my husband comes along and then and then, you know, then it somehow switches over. But mm. that's never going to be the case. No. God is my most important relationship. So I'm going to continually be continually pursuing relationship with him. Yeah. No matter what relationships, friendships, or whatnot, like, come and go in my life. Mm. No matter what people come. This is my first and foremost. So, like, this is it. So it's not like this is a meantime situation. This is it, boys. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And it's not just crossing this off on a, as a to-do list. Like, yep done this great got the t-shirt for the day or check my box for the day um but it's a intimate relationship with the lord and it's a inviting the lord into every space of your life yeah. which you know i'm guilty of sometimes not doing or not doing yeah a lot of the time and i think that's something i even uh recently have been like your god i've sometimes felt like i've closed you off in my workspace and mm. kind of like a switch happens and i'm just like yeah no like this is work and that's something else Um, Mm. and actually allowing the Lord into those spaces and walking with the Lord throughout the day. When you encounter those small challenges or those um, conversations that you have with people, even when you're sitting with a problem, you're like, God, this is really annoying me right now, Mm. and like I can't figure it out, to actually be like, God, you know the answer. What are you saying to this? Or how can I respond in love to this person? Um, And walking with the Lord intimately in that way and not just... um, yeah, not just as a to-do list in the morning before you go to work or um, whatever it is, but inviting him into those spaces. Mm. The tick, tick, tick of like, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Or in a sense, like, you've put in your little bit of study for the day. You mm-hmm. know, like, you read your Bible, you spend some time with the Lord, and it's, but it's more about, you know, like, um, your Duolingo checklist of, like, mm-hmm. learning a language. You've got to study a little bit more, progress a bit more in this and that and the next thing. And then that's a checklist. It isn't like mm-hmm. a, hey, like how are you doing? Lord, let's talk. Like let's, yeah. let's be in each other's presence. Let's communicate. Let's mm-hmm. get involved in each other. And yeah. yeah, and as much as you are talking, praying to the Lord, also allowing Him to speak to you. Mm-hmm. And so often we we do all the talking, and we mm-hmm. don't allow Him space to talk to us as well. Um, and yeah, like that being said, drawing away is so important like your quiet time spaces are so important and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing with the intimacy with the Lord is allowing allowing space to be intimate with the Lord and you can't be intimate with the Lord when it's a rushed process like if someone feels rushed they're not mm-hmm. going to open up and be vulnerable mm-hmm. um, and you're not going to necessarily open up and be vulnerable with the Lord mm-hmm. and so creating spaces for those inti- intimate intimate spaces with the lord and yeah jesus drew away from the crowds he needed that he needed to come Mm. to the lord um to come back with god and Mm. take away everything else that was pulling at him yeah and refocus refresh oh i love that i love that like jesus how many times he put away and just was like i'm going away to pray like he's Mm -hmm. going away to pray and just the fact that that was such a priority mm-hmm. in his life. Jesus didn't do anything unless he saw yeah. his father doing it, saying it. And, like, that's what we need to model. It's about, like, spending time with God, going away, pulling away. What are, what are you doing? What are you saying, God? And, like, we don't put a foot out of, out of that. And how do you do that? It's by actually spending time. Even my mom and dad, 
They're the cutest. They, um, <laughs> they've been married for 30 years, but every single week they have a date, a date day. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, I mean, they work together. We obviously, obviously live together, but they do everything together. But, um, so they're always spending time with each other, but there's this weekly thing of like, no, but this is intentional yeah. time. Like we are carving this out. So it's not about, oh, we're just doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that. But there is this space where it was like, okay, but we're going to sit down and we're actually just going to go on a date. Yeah. And they've done this, I mean, my whole life, it once a week. They, they, um, and if they miss a week accidentally, the next week is like, I did not get to go on a date with your dad last week. So like they, they like, it's like a big thing. Mm-hmm. if they miss it and I've always just been like hmm I like this <laughs> and I've, it's also I've, uh, it's kind of reflected I've looked at it in my relationship with the Lord of like am I being really intentional about not just doing the checklist things doing the things that I know I should be doing and da, 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 but actually just going to spend time with him yeah. just going just, just to be with him, him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no exactly and I think it also is so powerful and important like this thing of intimacy and being with the Lord because your focus can often shift when you are in different environments when life gets hectic and to make sure that the Lord is a main voice that is speaking in your life and not others that are throwing in and it's very Mm. easy when you're not connected into your life source um, to shift other things into that place and for me, my whole world feels out of orbit when that happens. Mm. And I get very overwhelmed when you're hearing all these different voices who are inputting into your life. And it can be very, like, people who are meaning well and who are mentors in your life. And, like, you need that. But sometimes it gets overwhelming. And to put that aside and to say, God, what are you saying? Mm. And what are you speaking into my life right now? And that needs to take preference over all the other things Mm. that could be speaking into it Mm. um and i think something i've also reflected on in this thing of well intimacy with the lord but i came back from i think it was training or something a a couple weeks ago and i was feeling this feeling of um inadequacy and i think a lot of us go through seasons of this where we struggle with like <laughs> yeah. inadequacy or just like oh my word I'm not doing enough and I think also in this this time of there's a there's a serious hustle culture mm. um and comparison of others or I should be doing this oh my word I'm this old and I haven't done this and this yeah. person's doing that and but also I'd like to recognize I found as well um and you guys can tell us maybe you've had this this happen to you as well but something will happen it'll be a little incident a little moment, even something as small as a conversation with someone, and this little thought comes through your head. Is, is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with me? You know, or that thing of comparison, something like that. And and I've just you just don't answer that question. You take it captive, yeah. and you're like, that actually was not from the Lord. That was something else. Mm-hmm. And just don't answer that question, because yeah. I think it leads down that place of inadequacy why am I not enough yeah no and that thing of God being at your center and he's defining you Mm. and I become what I reflect oh so if I I am so focused on other people um, even your social medias I mean that's just a a small glimpse it's a highlight reel Mm. of people's lives and if that's what I'm reflecting if that's what I'm looking into, 
and like a mirror I'm going to reflect that but I want to be looking into the Lord and I just had this this thought of um, like when you have a little dog and you have like one of those laser pointer light things and you shine it around and the head goes like, all over and it's like <laughs> gets very like hyped up and yes. energetic and it's like you know yeah. but you look at the dog and it's not actually going anywhere like its head is going everywhere it's super excited yeah. it has a lot of energy but it's not moving mm. and when we are like that trying to chase every little thing that we think we should be doing mm. we are not moving anywhere and we're mm. actually stuck using energy and virtue on things that we are not called to do mm. but when we are with the lord and we're like okay god i'm gonna be stuck in with you this is who you've called me to be this is what you are saying about me this is what I'm going to walk into. And we can give our, keep our focus on the purpose that the Lord has called us to. And we can be like a bull headed toward like, what the Lord has yeah. called us to. Um, and using and, and channeling our energy into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and coming back to that intimacy of who has God called me to be. Yeah. Also, I think intimacy is so important just from the perspective of, I think your understanding of God has to be has to come from a place of intimacy with him. Mm-hmm. For, a couple, for a couple of things, this is just me thinking out loud a little bit, but it's like, this is what makes Christianity different from every other religion. We've yeah. actually been covering this in Bible school um, the last little while. Uh, it may It's what sets Christianity apart from every other religion. It's a relationship. It's yeah. not a set of moral guidelines. It's not a set of teachings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually, the, the whole concept is, God loves you and he wants to be with you. I mean, yeah. that's the whole gospel. It's, it's why Jesus died. Um, mm-hmm. I would think like, you say Jesus died to, to take away your sins. Yes, that's true, but it's not the reason. Mm-hmm. Jesus died so he could be with you. Your sins were in the way. Yeah. So he died to remove your sins. for the. So that, that's kind of like the action was to remove them. But the purpose was to remove them so that he could be with you yeah and i just love that it's just wants to come close to you it's about intimacy it was always about intimacy i mean um how in the garden before the fall like there was this moment of like it was perfect it was god and man an image of man walking with with adam and eve every every evening it was this wonderful space and when sin came and separated us there was this moment of um my mom's been speaking about this about this ripping away of that perfection of intimacy with god that perfect union with god and no wonder they felt naked in the garden Mm -hmm. because everything they've ever known that perfect that perfection that presence of god was suddenly ripped away from them no wonder they felt vulnerable and naked um, and they realized, oh my goodness, and they suddenly had this shame. And the whole purpose of this love story is just because God wanted to be with us so much, and that's why he sent Jesus, because he wanted to reset it back to, hey, let's be together. It's like the whole driving force, and it was paid for with such a huge yeah. price. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just realized, like, if your understanding of God, um, if it doesn't come from intimacy, it actually comes from our own intellect. Yeah. It actually comes from, like, a, we... we talk about God like a problem or like something we study, like a subject. And it comes from intellect and intellectual understanding of God. And, you know, I think if you, your understanding of God comes from intellect, the one it's self-reliant, it's how I understand. And my parameters of God are solely based on what I've studied, what I've heard, what I've seen. And it's, you know, if I want to get more of God, I have to study a little more and get a bit more of God. And it is very self-reliant. However, it's also boxing guardian. Very much. To just your own understanding. Yeah. And as we've said previously, like, my brain can't understand everything no. about the Lord. Exactly. And that's wonderful. 
Exactly. So one is self-reliant, but if your understanding of God comes from intimacy, one is completely God-reliant. Mm-hmm. Like you are so out of control when you're in that moment of int- intimacy. Like God could do anything. He could blow your boxes when you are so out of control um, and out of, you know, out of your own understanding. And I think what's interesting is like intimacy, though, drives intellect. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not saying don't study God. I will read my Bible, I mean, almost every single day every single day um i will never stop doing that i want to be as so in my word as i possibly can i will listen to every podcast i can get my hands on i will listen to everything that i can do but the reason i do that is because i'm so madly in love with god Mm -hmm. and you can even look that on a human level like what girl or guy have you known that there's someone around that they quite fancy the instagram stalks like the (laughs) facebook researchers as soon as you see someone and you're like oh maybe they're nice like 100 you'll ask your friends about them you'll Mm -hmm. Your in your your desire to know that person will actually then flow for like a real interest in them as who they are and what makes them tick, and it it actually drives that more and more and more. Yeah. But I don't think intellect necessarily relates to 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 intimacy. Yeah. You know, you can and study that, it as a problem, but not mm-hmm. really a relationship. It's like I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more about you. And when you with that person, hey, that, let's say that girl that fancies that guy, they get married, and then but what are the lasting marriages? It's the ones that they never get boring to that person. There's yeah. always more to know about them, and yeah, it's intimacy exactly. driving the the intellect. Mm. And it's like if you have a celebrity, you can research everything about them. Um, I mean, we have uh, teenage sisters currently, and they are <laughs> quite into K-pop. Love it. Um, I mean, BTS. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they can tell us facts about this singer, that singer, and this person likes that and whatever. And they have this intense, I guess, intellectual knowledge. They could probably about tell you, people. yeah, everything. But, <laughs> but they, they have zero intimacy with them, mm. um, and they are probably not going to have um but they know everything about them but they don't know them yeah um they know facts but they don't know them mm. um and that thing of knowing god not mm. just knowing about, about god yeah. um yeah. yeah it's like okay let's take uh let's take example let's say a crazy justin bieber fan okay knows everything <laughs> about him knows exactly like every little fact what he wore, like just everything, everything. Probably your number one Justin Bieber fan probably knows more about Justin than uh, Hailey Bieber does. <laughs> but I guarantee you that number one fan would trade places with Hailey Bieber. Mm-hmm. Like that. Because knowing about someone and knowing someone are two completely different things. And I think that if we want more of God, if we really want more of God, it has to be intimacy. Because your intimacy w- with God will take you so much further yes. than your understanding oh well, you're not your, your understanding intellect. your intellect yeah. your intimacy will take you places that your uh, your intellect cannot and the bible says that we're going to see things what what no eye has seen and no what what no ear has heard and um yeah intellect i think sometimes it, it's it's scary in a sense if you if you've limited god to your intellect because um it requires um intimacy it requires this surrender to yeah. the unknown it, it requires something of, of like, I don't know what this is. You know, I've never seen this. My ears have never heard about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this at all. But it requires this surrender to the unknown, which is scary. But because you have that intimacy with the Lord. You know the Lord. You know how he moves. You know his heart. Mm-hmm. You are able to know that when this is God that is moving. Mm-hmm. Because you're so finely yes, in yes, tune yes. with him. Mm-hmm. And even in your day-to-day life, like... 
it's a choice as to whether we're going to listen to the Lord as we walk through our life. When I'm in the grocery line, when we at pick and pay and we see a person and we feel the urging of the Holy Spirit to go and pray for that person. Yeah. It's a choice. Am I going to listen to the Lord or am I not? Mm-hmm. And as we choose to tap into that, tap into that intimate place with the Lord, we get to know his voice more and more. Mm-hmm. Now, the more you talk to a person, the Absolutely. more you're able to preempt the way they're going to react or you get to know their, their characteristics you get to know their voice better you can hear them wherever without like the little name coming up on your phone when they call you and you'll know it's them because you've spoken to them so much yeah. and so that comes from that place of intimacy of knowing the Lord talking to the Lord mm. knowing his voice and how he yeah. is speaking to you yeah I mean if someone calls you in, in the middle of a crowd or some guy that you met like um two days ago, you're not going to really hear them. Mm-hmm. But if your dad says, like, hey, hides, you're going you're gonna to hear that a mile away and be like, oh, yeah. my word, what's dad doing here? You know? mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, it's like what you said. It's by knowing his presence that you'll be able to follow him into the unknown mm-hmm. because you'll recognize and you feel safe in this because you're like, okay, God, this is you. I don't know what this is. This, that might even make you feel uncomfortable. But if you recognize his presence because you've sat with him in intimacy and you know his presence, you'll be able, you'll have the faith and the trust that you'll be able to follow him into the unknown. Because if he does, if he does anything that your eye has never seen and your ear has never heard um, before, you know, your intellect won't chuck it out. So I've never seen that. I've never heard about this before. This has never been seen before. But that is actually what God's called us to. It's over, like, the Bible says we'll do greater things than Jesus even did. Mm -hmm. He says we're going to see these things. And if we're going to have faith for it, then we can't back off just because someone hasn't seen it before. Especially if you you know the presence of God and you see something, maybe it makes you uncomfortable. But if you know, hey, but I know this is God's presence. That's weird. (laughs) I haven't seen that before, but I know this is God. Mm -hmm. It actually gives you the trust and faith to, to walk into it. You'll recognize it by his presence. Um, because you become like God conscious, not self conscious, mm-hmm. I guess. And it's like you said, like never limit God to the level of your understanding. Yeah. No, and I think like it's also a thing of we we're not perfect, and in yeah. all of this, um, God doesn't call the qualified; mm-hmm. He qualifies the unqualified, and He perfects us in Him. Mm-hmm. And as we step into relationship and intimacy with the Lord. He is the one who perfects us. And we were not we were not meant to live outside of relationship with him. Yeah. And when we step into relationship with him, that is when he perfects us. And Fullness. His, yeah, his weakness, our sorry, our weakness <laughs> is made perfect in his strength in two Corinthians twelve verse nine. Um, yeah, and it's just that's such a beautiful depiction of when we surrender all to the Lord. Mm. Um yeah. mm. No, it's, um, it's Isaiah 55. I went to look it up, actually. Isaiah 55, 8 to 9, it says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, um, declares the Lord. Mm. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And it's just like, just meditate on that. and just God actually just says straight up, like, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways a always or neither your ways my ways and like think about that so you see something like wow that is that's it's not my that's not the way i'm gonna do it like that's that's is not my thoughts it's not my ways and it says no my ways are higher just as i'm higher than yours um heavens are higher than the earth 
So my ways are higher than yours. How do you then get to be walking in a place of God? How do you actually then bring heaven to earth? That's what we're called to do. As it is, you know, um, on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. And so how do we do that? You have to be walking in intimacy with God because there are things you're going to see if you really want to walk a kingdom lifestyle. There's going to yeah. be things you're not going to be able to have seen before. There are going to be places that God calls you to go that you're, never gonna, you're not going to have understood. Yeah. And it's actually through intimacy that we walk into a greater and greater levels of understanding. And it's how we actually live heaven to earth and how we get up to God's ways is mm-hmm. by being intimate with him so that you recognize him by his presence and you can walk into an unknown space and experience more of God. And um, I think it requires some serious surrender, especially yeah. for a control freak like yourself who <laughs> likes to... <laughs> <laughs> not sorry, yourself, God, sorry, um, me. You're yeah. not on time. Sorry, yeah, like. this is. Oh, but I like to, I like to understand things. I like to know about things first. I like it to be safe and yeah. clean and like, you know. But I realize that's actually, it's not really how God works. Kind of to quote C.S. Lewis. To be uncomfortable. Exactly, C.S. Mm-hmm. Lewis in the Lion with the Water. He says he's not a tame lion. Speaking <laughs> of Aslan, and sometimes you want mm. God to be clean cut and understanding, but God, God, God will offend you. He will. He's got no problem offending people. He's got no problem calling out your thing. What's in your heart and what Mm. needs to change in your heart? Yeah. And yeah, how are you going to react? Are you going to be offended? Yeah. Or are you going to take it to the Lord? Yes. Exactly. It's this Mm. moment, and I think the reason is is because he wants you to have more of him. He wants you to experience more of heaven, more and more and more and more. But more and more and more and more requires get out of the boat and walk on the waves. Don't look around. Don't get scared get into places where you're like, well, that's not possible. I haven't seen that before. And just a surrender of your own mind. Yeah. And to mm-hmm. be like, okay, Lord, you know what? I trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm going yeah. gonna to walk. I'm going to follow you. But it's supposed to build up that, that base or that foundation of intimacy in your, in your everyday quiet times, your moments mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So I actually, a song that we're uh, listening to this evening, and I just really love this song, and I want to challenge you in the next maybe space where you're sitting intimately with the Lord and inviting him into those spaces of your heart, um, those places in your life. Um, the song is Love Note by Upper Room. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> it's just so beautiful as it speaks of this intimate uh, place with the Lord, um, this almost this garden where you come away with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love it. And it's it's just a beautiful song. So... Well, I recommend that you go give it a listen and yeah, sit with the Lord and allow him to be what you're reflecting. Allow him to love you, allow him to challenge you and allow your relationship with God to challenge you in other spaces, to to broaden what you your understanding and your own limitations of your brain. Be like, Okay, Lord and it is a scary it's a it's a brave prayer to be like, Okay, God you can take me out of the boat and I trust you. Yeah. You can show me the more. You can give me what you want to give me. And I'm not going to limit you. I'm not going to put you in a box. It's brave prayers like that. But I think it's the ones we're meant to be praying in this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. So enjoy your time with the Lord. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Tea Breaks. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information and other resources, you can follow us on Instagram at Infinite No Ordinary Life or visit our website, noordinarylife.co.za.